your eyes and greet the day, know that I am with you. When the first light of morning touches your face and you feel its warmth, trust that I am here. As your body awakens and shakes off the night and you feel your spirit stir within you, remember that I am near you. And when you hear the early bird joyfully sing its morning song, allow the song of your own heart to rise up inside of you, singing, singing a sweet song of praise. Put down your worries. Let go of your anxieties and trust in me. Allow the hope that comes with each new day to fill you with a deep sense of peace. As the sun rises and pours out on the day ahead of you, remember it's lighting your path, helping to guide your steps and influence your choices. Stay close to me. Remember, I am with you, always, I am with you, I am just a breath away. Welcome to our church service and thank you for joining us this morning. Um, it's such a privilege to be together as a community in this way, but it's so dangerous as well because we can uh, before we can get ourselves, we are used to do things in the same way. And it's not always healthy for our relationship with the Lord to just go be going through the motions each Sunday. So for the next two, two months, I want to challenge you to pray with me. I want to challenge you um, to use this service each week for a prayer direction for what we want to have where we are on our on, on our journey with the Lord. We are going to look at um, 15 Psalms um, each Sunday, a new one. Um, Psalms that tells of the journey of the Jews up to the temple. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that in our sermon. Before we start this morning, let's just bow our heads in prayer. But I want to ask you to just, just be still. Take a deep breath. And maybe just open your, open your hands in a posture to receive and in a posture to let everything go that's in your heart. Everything that worries you. Everything that troubles you. Just let it go. Listen to Psalm 134. Praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who is the maker of heaven and earth. We are on our way back. Lockdown is almost over and um, it's not going to be long now before we can get together as church um, to be in, in, in each other's presence. Um, I can't wait for that to happen. 
we have a once in a lifetime opportunity now with with our preparations uh, for the lockdown to end once in a lifetime opportunity to prepare ourselves for this what are we going to do with this chance we've got because in a certain way we can think of our relationship with the lord in the same terms um, we have an opportunity to prepare our hearts to prepare our lives to 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 rekindle our faith to to come together as a as a church community again and just be just be together in the presence of the lord so so for the next two months we've got this amazing opportunity to prepare our hearts for something new that, that i believe the lord is going to do there's 15 psalms um, Psalm 120 up to 134, that's called the Songs of Ascent. Um, or in, in Hebrew, Shirai Hamaloth. That was 15 Psalms that the Jews used to sing, to pray when they went up to the temple. Three times in a year, um, a good um, religious Jew will, will, will take the journey up to Jerusalem um, to attend the temple and on, on his way to the temple he will sing and pray these psalms one after the other. And the three big festivals was the Pascha, the um, Easter festival, we, we know it as Easter, when they celebrated the, um, um, the, the, the freedom, that the, the fact that Lord freed, uh, freed them from slavery in Egypt. So that's a one big festival. The, the second festival was a festival of, of the, the harvest festival when they came to, to the temple with, um, with produce, um, of the harvest. Um, uh, later time, later time, we, 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 uh, learned it as Pentecost. It's the same day when, when the Holy Spirit, um, came on, came on people. Acts, story of Acts 2. And then the third important big festival, was the festival of the tabernacles when the Jews celebrated their journey through the um, through the desert? Um, they normally make huts from um, from branches, and 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 for for a whole week they will live and stay and eat and do anything in that huts. Um, the Pesach, Shaviot, or Sikot, the names of those three big festivals. But uh, what, what normally happened when the Jews were on their way to Jerusalem, um, they will sing this 15 Psalms. They will pray it one after another. They will remind themselves every time about this Psalms because these Psalms take them back to who they were and to where they are going and to um, what happened with them through the last couple of months, last couple of years, the last time bef uh, before they went up to the temple. So, so to a certain extent, it was, it was psalms, it was songs, it was prayers to prepare them to come into the presence of the Lord. How do we prepare ourselves to meet the Lord? What, what do we sing? What do we read? What do we pray? Are, are you ready to come into his presence right now at this moment? 
I don't think we always live with that kind of attitude. We sometimes think, oh, there's a lot of time I can prepare myself later. Or I'm too busy with other things now. These uh, Psalms of Ascents tells us, but we've got to be prepared. And this is the way you can prepare yourself. Um, so let's look at the first one of those. Psalm 120. I'm going to read it in the NIV. Psalm 120. Song of Ascent. I call on the Lord in my distress and he answers me. Save me, O Lord, from lying lips and from deceitful tongues. What will he do to you? And what more besides your deceitful tongue? He will punish you with the warrior's sharp arrows, with burning coals of the broom bush. Woe to me that I dwell in Meshech, that I live among the tents of Kedar. Too long have I lived among those who hate peace. I am for peace. But when I speak, they are for war. The message says it as follows. First verse. I'm in trouble. I cry to God. Desperate for an answer. How desperate are you? How desperate are you for an answer from the Lord? When was the last time that you cried out to the Lord, help me, save me? Psalm 120 was written by someone who was tired of the ways of the world. He was tired to live among the lies of people. He was, he was tired of the impact these lies had on his life. You know, we live in a time where truth is a difficult thing to reach. And you know it's difficult to trust people, to trust leaders. You know, there's all kinds of stories going around and, and we don't always know what to believe anymore. We don't know who to trust anymore. And and when, when the writer of this psalm comes to this point, he says, but... It, 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 it almost cost me my life. I had, I had to flee from these people. I, I had to get away from it. And that's why he's, he's grasping onto God, holding onto someone else. And he says, I cried to God. I'm in trouble. I'm desperate for an answer. You hear that cry? You hear his desperation? Because in his heart and in his mind, he knows there's something else he's got to look out for. It's not always a bad place to be. It's not a bad place to come to a point in your life where you know, but I'm in trouble. I need the Lord. I cry out. I'm desperate for his answer. Each journey back to the Lord starts almost there. The AA that worked with alcoholics, uh, they've got a very, very effective 12-step step program. And their program 
starts with exactly the same when it says, I'm powerless. I need help. And then the road to recovery can start. And it's same with us. We need to come to a point in our life where we admit that we don't have it all together, that we don't have all the answers, that we don't know, that we're in trouble, that we need the Lord to save us. We've got to get to that point. Otherwise, you're wasting your time on this journey. And it's interesting that for these Jews that go back to the temple, it starts there. It starts at this point where we say, I can't do it on my own anymore. I need the Lord. And Psalm 120 tells us of two areas. And apparently this guy was someone that, that traveled a lot of places, that lived in a few places of his own. Um, he mentioned two of them, Kedar. It was a province in the southern part of Russia. And Meshek, Meshek um, was, uh, sorry, Meshek was, in the southern part of Russia, and um, Kedar was in the Syrian Arabic desert, the Bedouin tribe. Um, he said he experienced both of them. He traveled the world. He saw a lot of people. And the one thing that stands out, people lie. Can't trust people. Can't take their words. Because people without God tend to live for themselves, tend to believe their own stories, their own reality. And, and, and he said he, he is for peace. He, he, he wants to live in, a, in, in harmony with the people around them. But, but if you build that on lies, there's no chance you can survive. He said he realized that lies destroy relationships, destroy people, destroy lives. And now, on his way back to Jerusalem, on his way to the festivals, on his way to come into the presence of the Lord, that's the most important place to be, to say, Lord, I don't want to live like this. I need you. I'm desperate. I cry out. The irony of it all is that he, he writes about that. He said that, if you look at verse 4, he said, He will punish you with a warrior's sharp arrows, with burning coals of the broom bush. Um, lies and things we say about people are sometimes, are sometimes talked about as arrows that you shoot into people's hearts and minds. And he says, the same arrows will come into your hearts, will come into your minds. The same arrows will go into your heart, will kill you. Your own lies will destroy your life. It's like coals are very hot coals of the broom bush. Um, it's, 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 you're going to get burnt. You're going, you're going to destroy your own life with your lies. It's your own making. And he said, he, he, he don't want to be like that. He want to get away from that. Because he, he, he see and he realize how that is going to destroy his life. And, and, and that's, a, that's maybe one of the reasons he attempted this journey to the temple. That's maybe one of the reasons he returned to come to the presence of the Lord. Say, but I can't live like this anymore. I come to a point in my life where I'm not satisfied with what I've got. I see relationships with people isn't good. 
I see how they're destroying the lives of a lot of people with lies and all these kind of things. I want to go back to the Lord. And if he writes this psalm, it's almost as he already knew the Lord provided, the Lord saved him. That's why he's on this journey. That's why he's on his way back to the temple. How many times did the Lord come through for you? How many times did he answer your prayers? How many times did he listen? Did he give you peace? He almost as if he says, but the Lord's going to fight my battle. I don't have to worry about people. I don't have to worry about what's right and what's wrong. I trust the Lord. I will follow his commandments. I will be faithful to him. I will call out to him because I know he will answer my prayers. Do you know what's truth? Do you know what's the real truth? That we can't get rid of God. We can't cut God out of our lives. That's the truth. We can't live without him. He is, our, our, our lives is in his hands. And, and if I want to return to him, if I want to renew my vows, if I want to refresh my relationship with the Lord, it starts at this point where I can say, I'm in trouble. I cry to God, desperate for an answer. It's no shame to do it. It asks actually a lot of courage to acknowledge your own trouble, to acknowledge the fact that you need him. Then you can start on this journey. Psalm 21 is a choice to take a different route. Psalm 21 is a choice to say, listen, I know. I know I'm going to take another option. The option that the world promises and what the world gives can't give me peace. It's just going to be war all over again. Um, I can't build my life on lies. I've got a choice if I'm going to be faithful to the Lord, if I'm going to listen to his word, listen to his commandments. Because the, the, the first step back to the Lord is a step away from things that I know is not right. Things that I know is destroying myself, my relationships with myself, my friends, my family, with the Lord. And I can't have that. I, I, I don't want to have that anymore. The word, the word the Bible used for that is the word repentance. When Jesus comes to earth, the first thing he said is repent. When Peter, um, on the day of Pentecost, talked to all the Jews, he said, repent and believe. Um, we have a choice. We can go back. And, and of course, it's not an easy choice. It's not a once in a lifetime choice. It's a choice we've got to make every day. It's a choice we have to, to, um, come to a, a decision each time I had to make a difficult, difficult choice. Sometimes there's a lot of other routes I can take. Sometimes I fall down. Sometimes I, 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 I miss the road. But I can always choose to come back to the Lord. If the attitude of my heart is, Lord, 
I'm in trouble. I cry out to you. Hear my prayer. Maybe that's your prayer this morning. Maybe that's what's in your heart. Maybe you're tired for, tired of the way you live, of the answers, answers you try to figure out for yourself. Maybe it's time to come back to the Lord. So let's, let's bow our heads in prayer. Let's just spend a moment in quiet prayer. Let's just open our hearts and our minds for the Lord to work with us. Oh, Jesus, I'm in trouble. And I cry out to you this morning, desperate for an answer. I don't want to believe the lies the world tells me anymore. Lies about you, lies about myself, lies about the world. I want your truth. I want to come back to you. I'm in trouble. I cry out to you, God. I'm desperate for an answer. Amen. Let's bring, let's spend some time uh, bringing the Lord our offerings. It's an amazing opportunity to come to the Lord again and say, Lord, we're in your presence. We want to thank you for everything you're doing for us. Um, therefore, we bring our offerings this morning. You've got all the detail down below. Our birthday is the week's Armel Kannenberg um, on the 27th today, Hanli um, as well. Hanli, a special word of thanks for you, um, for everything you did throughout lockdown with the worship. I know you've got a team around you and I know you and Valerie spent a lot of time with this, but still, um, I want to thank you um, for your commitment and for everything you did. Uh, Johannes Prince, birthday 28th, Johannes May it be a special day for you as well. I've told you last Sunday that uh, we are still in lockdown. We are still unsure exactly when, when can we resume our, our normal church services. So watch the space. Uh, as soon as we've got more information, um, we'll let you know. Um, and until, uh, until it changes, we're going to have online church service each Sunday. So please tune in, follow us. Um, Today we, 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 we talked about this whole idea that we need God. <laughs> we cry out to Him. And may that be your prayer this week. That's where you are. And what's happening in your life. That this week you will cry out to the Lord. That you will acknowledge the fact that you're in trouble. That you need Him. And His promises that he will answer your prayer. Listen to Psalm 134. It says, Praise the Lord, you servants of the Lord, who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who is the maker of heaven and earth. Amen.
we 